0: Welcome to From Betrayal to Break I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Dr. Nima Ramani. And Dr. Nima is both a chiropractor and an educator specializing in helping individuals and professionals get to the root cause of their physical and emotional challenges, from stressed, depressed, and anxious to living powerfully aligned and on purpose. After building a successful chiropractic practice in Maple Ridge, British Columbia, Dr. Nima sold his clinic in June 2016 to pursue his passion for teaching and coaching professionals who are stressed, depressed, and anxious to transform and have their best year ever in both a private and corporate setting. Dr. Nima has integrated all the mind-body tools in his quest for healing stress-related disorders into one simple-to-follow method called the Overview Method which is the Adjustment Above Atlas that he teaches one-on-one and in groups all over the world in his engaging and edutaining lectures filled with inspired authenticity and edutainment. And buckle up, everyone, because you're in for a highly charged conversation. I'm talking with Dr. Nima Romani today, and he's going to share lots of insights around what we're experiencing after betrayal, why we get stuck, and most importantly, what we can do to heal. He's going to teach us how to become trigger-proof and so much more. Here's Dr. Nima. Okay, everybody. This is going to be a very interesting episode because I have Dr. Nima uh, Ramani with us, and we're going to be talking about the number one strategy for turning feelings of betrayal around. The number one strategy. Did you hear that? So welcome. Number one, (laughs) I
1: can honestly say. And it's hard hard because not many people will be able to get there. That's why I'm saying it's not automatic. (laughs) But thank you for having me. I can't wait for this conversation.
0: Absolutely. So, let's just let's just talk about betrayal. I mean, that is absolutely everyone who's listening to this podcast, they've been betrayed. They, you know, and and it's affecting them physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. So, how do you see it in your let's before we even get started. How do we how do you see it within your practice within the work that you do? How do you see betrayal showing up? <clears throat>
1: well, how do I see betrayal showing up? It it's so if you told me like 10 years ago that I would be having this conversation. I'm a chiropractor. (laughs) So what the heck do I have any right to be talking about betrayal? What I would notice is patients are coming in with stress-related problems for various health issues. They're going to have jaw pain, headaches, digestive issues, hormonal imbalance, uh, like chronic pain, that kind of thing. And so I would notice these patterns again and again and again, and... After about 10 years getting to know my patients and becoming really close with them, I would just get to know their lives and they would tell me about, you know, I would see that they were coming in because of stress related disorders. And if I was to really get to know them, they would tell me about their relationship breakdowns. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm seeing these patterns that fractures in our relationships, heartbreaks, setbacks, upsets if our unri- are, are emotional wounds, they're emotional wounds, much like I you know, twist my ankle. It's the same thing. It feels the same, if not worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It feels so horrendous, but it's an emotional wound. And if we don't heal that properly with the right tools, with the right guidance, um, move it through the body, neutralize it, then what happens is it starts to fester and impact, that emotional wound starts to impact us physically. Mm-hmm. So I would notice all of these people coming in, uh, men and women, but primarily women with this, with this issue. Um, and I would just notice that, wow, discon- dis- open loops in relationships, breakdowns in relationships impact our health. So the way that this would show up for me first, Debbie, was as a chiropractor, these people were coming in with these issues. And I was like, well, geez, I'm not really helping them if I'm just like, I'm, giving them a nice, you know, a, a nice relaxing experience, getting adjusted. It feels better. It regulates your nervous system, but still then they're going back home and festering over the same thoughts. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. <clears throat> so I started creating these workshops in my practice called life skills for a stressful world. They were three-hour Saturday morning lectures, and the patients that would come in and learn how to shift their perspective about those problems and learn how to aim their focus in life, all of a sudden would experience better outcomes in with with the work that I was doing. And I was like, "Well, geez." Fast forward ten years, Debbie, and I. I'm doing just those. Those three-hour workshops have now turned into online programs, live mm-hmm. trainings to help clear past trauma and shift your perspective on the emotional wounds to heal your emotional wounds.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, it's so interesting because you mentioned those those symptoms in the beginning. And we have a, a quiz on the site to see to what extent <laughs> someone's struggling with something that was discovered called post-betrayal sim, uh, syndrome, yes. which is yes. this physical, mental, and emotional collection of symptoms so common to betrayal. And something... Like you know, uh, digestive issues. I mean, it's so Constant. common. for yeah. hormonal issues, any stress-related. And,
1: and, and you're going to the if you're going to the doctor with these, the mm-hmm. doctor doesn't ask, "Hey, were you like, did you have feelings of betrayal? Was what was there a breakdown in your relationship?" That's just not in their training. You're just a blood test with some numbers, and those can be That's chemically right. altered. But I really am fascinated by going – if you just teach the person to go upstream and resource themselves, shift their perspective, heal their old traumas, their attachment wounds, see how this is just a – transference of a past unresolved wound and learn teach them how to complete that all of a sudden the body starts to heal autoimmune problems go away headaches start to go away and i'm like wow I'm, i'm i'm not wasting my time in the office but i really am so inspired to go upstream and and teach people the root cause of why they got sick and then give them the life skills to self-regulate their nervous Mm -hmm. systems from emotional wounds like betrayal. That's just one of them. Resentment's another one that'll turn around and, you know, like they all, there's all, it's all together. That's Mm -hmm. what causes anxiety is those unresolved. So I notice you're coming in with anxiety. It's not anxiety. It's unresolved guilt, unresolved betrayal, unresolved, all of these things from those, relationship breakdowns that you just went through, mm-hmm. that's why you're taking the pills. Why don't that's we just go after and heal those emotional wounds? So that's, I created a method to do that.
0: Yeah. And, and, and it's true. By the time it manifests physically, there's already so much going on mentally and emotionally. Okay. So how do you turn around feelings of betrayal?
1: Oh, amazing. Well, you first, in order to turn around the feelings of betrayal, You must first get the person like, uh, uh, let's say you came to me, Debbie, and that was happening. The first thing that I would do with you is that I would remove you from your story and just sit you down and educate you about human behavior.
0: Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stop you right there because one of the things that I see so consistently is we get very attached to our story. So when you uh-huh. say, I'll remove you from the story, that's a that's a big ask for a lot of people. And in the uh, stages of uh, going from betrayal to breakthrough, what I see is in a classic stage three, it's that we, we become very tied to our story. And if we're unwilling to see ourselves without it, we're going nowhere. Correct. So, how, so let's just dive into that then. Mm. How do you get someone to let go of that story?
1: I don't. They must want to. Okay. So I teach people about the concept of, you know, this thing happened and I hold on to a state of victimhood. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now the long, here's the thing you either want healing or you want to identify with your story. You cannot have both. So the first thing that I would do is people follow my content. They'll message me like this. I'm sick and freaking tired of my story. I'm ready to let it go. Good. Now I'm ready to work with you. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, then you and I are not a fit.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny you say that because I remember having a woman come into my office when I was doing private coaching and she came in, the arms folded, sitting down. I want to heal. No, you don't. No, no, you you don't. don't. Because you have to get rid of your story. You're not willing.
1: Exactly, Debbie. You nailed it. So that's why, actually, I'm going to be doing a, a, um, here's how I do it, Debbie. I... For example, today in my Facebook group called Trigger Proof, How to Regulate Stress, today I'm going to be doing a class on the, the payoffs that you have when you hold on to all of these persistent complaints. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the payoff of holding on to the story.
0: Okay? What are the payoffs?
1: The payoffs are, number one, you get to justify where you're at in your life. It's like, oh, because of what you did to me, Debbie, what you did to me – my life sucks right now because of what you did to me. In other words, I can justify where I'm at, not by taking, not by taking ownership of it, but by blaming you for it. Mm-hmm. I justify my shitty situation. That's payoff number one. Payoff number two is I get to avoid responsibility.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I avoid all responsibility. In our interaction, there was a two-way street. You did this to me. I'm going to not look at myself, not look at my part. I'm not saying take blame for it, but there's two of us here.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm not going to look at my side of it. I'm not going to own any of it because it hurts too much, and I'm going to give you the responsibility. By holding on to that complaint and story, I get to make you responsible, Mm
0: -hmm. and I
1: get to avoid all responsibility. Mm -hmm. Number three, I get to invalidate. I get to – I get to invalid be right, excuse me. I get to be right and make you wrong. Mm-hmm. and that's very alluring.
0: Mm-hmm. That's extremely feels, alluring. Feels, feels good, good to be right. Yep. Feels oh,
1: my ego loves it. But if yeah. I just stay connected to my story and then you introduce me a concept that, Nima, there's, you know, let's get out of your story and let's look at the big picture. Then I, if I'm in my emotional wound and I'm in my immature state, I'll be like, Debbie, you're on, his, you're on her side. Screw you. You're on her side. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. I just need everybody to support my story. Mm-hmm. That feels good temporarily. Rarely, but it doesn't result in healing I'm only I'm only resu- I'm only interested in healing how do I get people to own it I tell them okay that is your story but it's it comes with some costs mm-hmm. the costs are a lack of fulfillment in your life so you can't have that story and have fulfillment whichever mm-hmm. like you have to choose. If you're choosing that, okay, I can't do that for you, but you gotta choose that. So it's costing you fulfillment. It's costing you your health and vitality, Mm -hmm. okay? It's costing you your power because you're now a victim giving away your power to somebody who made a decision one night or over a period of time. Now they own your life. They have power and you've disempowered. So it's costing you. The story is costing you a great deal of power. <clears throat> and the last one is it's causing it's costing you your uh, help, like self-expression and humor.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, we don't feel good when we're walking around with, with that with, story.
1: Which, which you're magnetic. You're a magnetic person when you are aligned. You're out of story and you're in your heart. You're magnetic. So you're holding on to that destroys any opportunity of healing and then really opening, really possibly. Creating a, a new relationship that was ten times better and far less codependent mm-hmm. than the one you were just in. <laughs> right.
0: Absolutely, and we have to be willing to do that. So okay, so someone- So
1: once they see that, <laughs> uh-huh. then they're like, "Oh my God, I'm holding on to a story. I'm ready." So they have to go through that first. You have to, in other words, you have to re- recognize, in order to get over this and let go of the story, you have to acknowledge that your story is costing you more, Debbie. Than the, the payoffs of, of holding on to it. Mm-hmm. Once you do, now you're ready to let go of that story.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about triggers because triggers okay. are extraordinarily painful. And in the betrayal community, PTSD is very real with many people. They're just brought, their bodies are brought right back to their, cognitively they know the betrayal isn't happening anymore, but tell it to the body because the body's acting as if it's happening right then. When you say, when you say um, becoming trigger proof, what do you mean and how do you do it?
1: Good question. So trigger proof, Debbie doesn't mean trigger less. I get triggered hundreds of times a day, okay, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship, especially if you have kids, you have a baby on the way, like there's triggers happening, not even with me, people around me. And as a coach, you're dealing with some heavily triggered people. So I'm constantly observing myself and noticing me getting activated by certain things. A trigger Mm -hmm. is a nervous system activation.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: A trigger, anxiety is a prolonged trigger. Mm -hmm. This is a big truth bomb that I got. I was like, oh my gosh. It is a, here's what's happening. A trigger is an old emotional wound that's been in my body long before I can even remember often. Mm -hmm. And just by hanging out with you, you'll say something or do something. And what's happening in this moment isn't happening in this moment. It's from that old thing that happened. And a trigger is an old unresolved wound that is stuck in your body that you don't have any control over. A trigger is information. It's information from your nervous system of your unresolved wounding.
0: Right, and I'll add this. A trigger can even be, I mean, how often is it where you see someone who reminds you of someone? They can have a similar walk or look or hairstyle or mannerisms and you are just brought right back
1: let me give you an example of that debbie you nailed it um if i'm talking to you and all of a sudden you raise your voice at me a little bit my body's going to go like this what's that it's it's not debbie it's my mother Mm -hmm. still stuck in my body so the biggest revelation that i discovered when i'm helping people going through this betrayal uh concept, teaching them, is that the feelings of betrayal that you're going through and concurrently the meaning you're making out of it, which is I'm not worthy of love, those two things are not coming from your partner who just betrayed you. This is an old familiar wounding that you felt before that's been unresolved in your body, that you've been energetically, cosmically, universally designed to meet again as an opportunity to go back and heal the younger self that felt it.
0: Yeah, and this is and why- And that's what
1: being trigger-proof is.
0: Yeah, and let's talk- about taking
1: a- the trigger and going back and healing, the resolving the real wound that this is about.
0: And I want to talk about that. And but be- before I do, this is why right here at that very moment, this is why it's so common to use things like food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, reckless behavior, because that's what's painful to face. And I always say in my community, face it, feel it, heal it. And this is exactly what's painful, but these, So the triggers that we need to deal with because they're showing us, they're like giving us, they really are. They're giving us an opportunity to take a look and see what hasn't been resolved. So then how do you- I call it a
1: portal. I call it a portal. It's like your trigger is not something to avoid. Face it, feel it, heal it. I love that. I love that little, it's so easy to remember. Mm -hmm. Face it, feel it, which is the big challenge in the first place because we're so used to dissociating from it, running from it, sedating, as you were saying. And, And so- what we do is we go in. So I created a methodology, which is an active form of meditation. It's an active meditation that takes you, that's very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, customized to your specific wounding. Okay, And let's say you came in and you were dealing with a betrayal that just happened. So you're partner just had an, you just discovered that your partner had an affair okay great what we would do through the work is uncover the the young younger self of debbie that these feelings were familiar with right and then we create a customized meditation that you're going to do as part of your healing journey as part of like your training you're like you're you're building biceps you're doing you know curls you're doing sit-ups you're 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 healing those emotional wounds, self-healing them. It's through a process. And so the trigger, basically, you uncover what the feeling is and the meaning that you're making out of it. And what we do is we guide you back to your – earliest unresolved wound this Mm -hmm. would possibly be often this is what we'll see is that when when did you see this before oh when i was eight years old i was 13 years old we discovered my dad was having an affair on my mother Mm -hmm. and we all discover that i'm like did you not feel betrayed and you made that you know you made that about you didn't you you made that mean that you were unworthy of love you felt that good we go back and we reconnect with that inner child that younger 13-year-old, 8-year-old, however however old you were, and you really see her or him. You really connect with them, and you reestablish a connection. And what would you say if they were your own daughter or your own son? And all of the meanings that that little one made out of the entire thing. And here's the key. This is the number – when I say number one, this is the big that 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 shows – true healing this is how mm-hmm. somebody has demonstrated true healing right here once you have fully empathized with that younger part of you that was betrayed before you fully see her love her and give her all of the validation that she was missing in that moment cuz dad did this to mom and she made it mean that she's unworthy you let her know energetically through meditation through journaling it it, it wasn't it didn't dad's behavior had really nothing to do with you. Okay. Does that, does that resonate?
0: Sure. One of the biggest things I say in my community is even though it happened to you, it's not about you. Mm -hmm. It's not about
1: you. But the thing is, is that everybody knows that, but there's an eight year old inside of you that feels differently. Mm -hmm. Because cognitively, I can tell you, Deb, it's not about you. And you're like, yeah, you're right. But there's still an eight year old Debbie inside that felt betrayed by that thing that doesn't freaking believe you.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You
1: need to actually, and that's the one that takes practice, you need to actually drop in until she finally believes you. That could take weeks, that could take months, that could take years depending on your level of resistance. What you've done then, you've integrated that, you've seen and then once you've connected with her and changed the story around that wasn't about you, then here's here's the kicker. This is the part that many don't achieve, but this is how I can tell. I can tell by talking to you if you fully overcome the betrayal or you're just bullshitting me. Here's how you do it. You then see your father's behavior through his wounding. Mm -hmm. You see his behavior towards mom and the toxic relationship that they had. You see his family system and why it made sense at the time that they had that Breakdown. In other words, you're observing this is why I call it the overview method. Because you're looking from that perspective from the mm-hmm. earth, from an astronaut, very non personal non egocentric self and you're like, why did at the time, given dad's wounding, given mom's wounding, given their history, why did it make sense that he try to fulfill his needs externally by not saying, well, why did it make sense that he didn't just speak up and say, I'm not fulfilled? Mm-hmm. I would like to, like, why did, And then you start to empathize mm-hmm. with the situation before. That literally, I've seen people who've been in therapy for 20 years, and just that one little piece destroys that little wounded self, egocentric self that thinks... I'm, I'm not worthy of love. She immediately realizes that she is. Together, now that wounded self comes back to this connection with your current partnership, mm-hmm. and you see the same thing, and all of a sudden, you're not a victim of betrayal anymore. You see yourself as wh- how it was a perfect uh, situation for you. Your unconsciousness got you into this. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not to blame. This isn't victim blaming. This is, oh, of course, I got said yes to this situation. Of course, I abandoned my, I betrayed and abandoned myself long before he did.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: as soon as they own that, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not a victim anymore, and I can feel in their body, their physiology shifts, their their health problems resolve, and just by talking to them in their tone of voice, they're no longer wounded little victims. They're empowered. Humans,
0: and that's also when they're ready uh, to take on forgiveness, uh, right. which is a monster topic. I would love to know how you work with people as far as forgiveness goes, because <laughs> once we get to that level, you know, when there's that acceptance and that understanding and that empathy, then there's that willingness to forgive.
1: I'm I'm going to say something that might trigger you. <laughs> especially to a community of people who uh, are really, and that's okay, I've, I've, I've done this before and I'm okay with whatever result. My certainty is completely uh, 100% on this. The highest form of forgiveness is the authentic recognition that everything served you and that there is nothing to forgive. Let me say that again. The highest form of forgiveness is the authentic recognition that everything served you and there is actually nothing to forgive.
0: You know, and and I hear that. Absolutely. And there was there's such a wonderful book I remember recommending to so many people. It was called Radical Forgiveness by Colin Tipping. And what was so great about it was it explained how these people come into your lives, they're your greatest teachers. And it's when you can look at them that way, then it absolutely served a purpose because you learned something so powerful about yourself that you never would have learned, never yeah. would have believed had that yeah. not happened. And it reveals a side of you that you never would have seen
1: but here's the thing. In order to get there, very few people get to that point. Most, I would say 99% of forgiveness is bullshit. Okay. I can tell because I've been a chiropractor for 20 years. I'm listening to the tone of your voice. I can tell if it's genuine and if it's, if it's not the ones who truly get it. I ask them, what would you change? And they say nothing. And I say, are you bullshitting? No, I'm actually grateful it happened. And then I say... What, what do you have to forgive? And they say, there's no, I don't need to forgive anything. It was actually, it set me free. I wouldn't be where I am today. It's beyond forgiveness. Like <clears throat> first, we have a judgment on something. It happened to us. We must not bypass that. Many people who understand this bypass that and go, yeah, yeah, it radical forgiveness. I'm just going to forgive. That's also bullshit mm-hmm. because you must first feel the betrayal, fully, you must cry the tears, you must be wail. you must scream, you must be the victim at first. You can't bypass that. Many people by, spiritual bypass that and say, oh, I'm above this. I've read some spiritual books, I've gone to an ashram, I'm, I'm beyond this. No, that's bullshit. You actually have to feel the wound, okay, number one. Then you have a judgment on it, then you get to a state of acceptance, Acceptance is the next level up, which is, you know what? It still sucks, but you know, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not as mad as I used to be. It still sucks, you know, but I but I still wish it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That's the next level up. That's acceptance. Mm-hmm. That's it still sucks, but I still wish it never happened. There's another level available to you if you're willing to do the work. This is what will heal you. This is what will expand you. And this is what, you know, the method that I created is you then take it to the next level. Uh, it takes us a, about an hour or two or sometimes a few months, depending on how deep the emotional charge is, for you to look and find the gifts to the point where you see that, you know, there there is nothing. there is nothing to forgive because you you actually it was a, an entanglement it was a part of your dev- your hero's journey
0: mm-hmm.
1: that unfortunately it was a wake up call that we needed to then you know sometimes like i've even we've even seen this in relationships where betrayal has happened and it's like all right this is either a way out or a way back in mm-hmm. either way you know this it's either a way out or a way back in and after the betrayal happened and the healing happened that infidelity had been the greatest thing to happen to both the couple because they now are walking completely conscious of one another, whereas before they weren't. And they wouldn't have had it had it not been for that pain. Pain is a great motivator for us to take action. So yeah. it's it's wise for us to keep going till we have true gratitude for it
0: and my listeners know that that's exactly my story. So and and here's also why forgiveness, you know, and, and I've seen this too. When we forgive uh, just because we just want to get it over with or or move forward, it just doesn't work. And That's a bypass. And and the, when we feel uh, safe and valued and we forgive, we feel better when we do not feel safe and valued and we forgive, it's just not real and it just never ever works and it backfires. So what do you want to make sure everyone knows as we wrap up?
1: I want to make sure everybody knows that whatever you're going through, it's not about what it's about. This thing that you've attracted into your life, not because you're a bad person or law, you know, no, that, that you haven't found yourself in. Um, it's not about this. It's about an, earlier wounding within yourself that you might not have been looking at, might you might have been putting away, you might have been ignoring, and this is a beautiful opportunity for you to use this trigger, this wound, as a way to go back inside and really resource and fill your cup so that you're no longer looking for external validation to give it to you, um, so that you can fully trust again you know, that's the it's name like, of my
0: book coming out in September. Trust again. Really? <laughs> exactly that. Trust again. I And, teach and it before, only.
1: Uh, it, it, to, that's, that's amazing. Process. It only. It only can come when you fully trust you.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I promise you
1: that. That's your. That's your message. It has to be your message, because if you fully trust you, then you're not relying on somebody outside of you. You know what I'm saying?
0: So give us one parting nugget for the the person who is just new and, and new to the betrayal. And there's so much pain, so much anguish, so much heartbreak. And then a, a, a 30 second nugget to the person who's just stuck. It's become a way of life. They're stuck first, in story.
1: The first thing that I want to, them to know, the first one is, is that everything that you're feeling right now makes total sense. And your biggest, um, your biggest obstacle right now in this moment when things are hot is judging your feelings don't judge them right now feel them all you have every right to feel them Uh, you are seen you are heard you're not alone Um, uh, just feel them fully for now until you're ready to alchemize them beautiful that's it Uh, yeah the second, the, the second one was, what was the, se- the second someone one? Who's stuck, someone
0: who's stuck, just, yeah, someone who's stuck. stuck. okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Someone who's stuck, okay, here's a different one. <laughs> here's the next thing, a yeah. little bit of tough love, a little bit mm-hmm. of tough love. <clears throat> you're stuck because you are either unwilling to feel your feelings or you're stuck on a victim story. You are really, really, um, you just, just are just so angry, so bitter, so hurt, and to take responsibility is scary it's painful you're doubting yourself um it's time for you to step up and get very um what's the word ambitious what would you love to create if you're stuck what would you love to create in one year time in 18 months time paint a picture for me give me exactly what ideal looks like you want to look at you you want to look in the mirror and say i love this person you want to feel great In your body you want to feel like you're just that feminine radiance flowing again you want that mojo again good start there that's the vision and now work backwards who would I need to become what what emotional baggage do I need to let go of what healing what what wounding have I not been dealing with what wake-up call have I been needing Uh, you know this is this is your time to start to dig up the past and start to make full sense of it and your, uh, connect to your heart. Learn how to connect to your, your dis- you're stuck because you're disconnected to your from your heart and you need to heal that trauma. And so get some support and do it.
0: There you go. Wonderful, wonderful insights and advice. Where do we go to learn more about you?
1: Uh, I give you the show notes. I get, you can check in the show notes, but it's mm-hmm. drnima.com. I have a, a actually a free um, training that for anybody who is interested in learning more how to become trigger-proof, it's a 90-minute intensive. Uh, I'll give you the promo code to make it free for all of your uh, your listeners, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so it's uh, virtual work, drnema.com slash VW1. And then if you uh, – there's a promo code, trigger-proof, all, all, uh, un, all in uh, small and one word, uh, then you get it for free, and you get to learn how to – Uh, basically go from trigger to flow in the least amount of time by going inside and taking responsibility for it and healing those wounds.
0: Wonderful. I want to thank you so much for your time today. I know you help so many people with the insight that you shared. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know about you, but I learned a lot from that conversation, like how anxiety is a prolonged trigger and how our healing depends on our level of resistance. Stay in touch with Dr. Nema by going to drnema.com, and we'll have all of his information in the show notes at the forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. Take your time when it comes to forgiveness and be sure not to bypass any of the important phases. First, you need to get it out fully. You've heard me say face it, feel it, heal it, and this would be the face it part. Next, get to a place of acceptance where you're making sense and meaning out of the experience. Finally, find the gifts in the experience. What did you learn? What what did it teach you? In our programs, this is something we go through in great detail because when you see how much you've learned because of it, you feel so proud, so confident, so empowered, and it naturally leads you to the next and best step. Of course, your story could be leaving some symptoms that need cleanup. So take the post betrayal syndrome quiz to see what may be lingering in the wake of your betrayal at the pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And I'm excited to share the PBT Institute membership community with you. Imagine everything you'd ever need to become your physical, mental, emotional best community support, certified coaches and practitioners you could schedule time with, daily classes on all kinds of interesting topics curated experts teaching advanced strategies in the areas of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development. Imagine the most friendly, welcoming, and supportive place to become your best all online. I'm so excited to welcome you. Go to the pbtinstitute.com forward slash join to learn more. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.